You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to The Hot Tag Podcast with the Beer City Boys, coming to you for the very first time on brand new studio basement. Yeah, not in an apartment in Chicago, Illinois. No, the underground in Milwaukee's <laughs> belly. <laughs> That's right. Where we're making beer in the near future. That's right. We already got the area scoped out. Episode 55. Coming to you live. So, Iceman. It's been a while since we've actually gotten together and recorded. What do you think? It's a mess. Yeah, you know, the uh, the new studio, our second studio, it's uh, it's going to be nice as soon as we uh, get it all together um, with all the memorabilia, the uh, old school WCW wrestling ring, action figure wrestling ring. Maybe we'll uh, have some matches. Yeah. <laughs> Crossbody. Yeah. Off the top of the cage. I just put new batteries in it, so it works. Beautiful. So I just got to tighten up the ring ropes. All right. Scared of you. Yeah. Scared of you. So, what do you think of wrestling this week? I thought it was interesting, especially uh, finding out that Moxley is in rehab for alcohol. Yeah, big news. So, I watched a couple videos, um, well, just one, I I should say, about the ending on Dynamite on Wednesday. Uh, They had a nice kind of, like, salute to him. Uh, Tony Khan was out there saying some some words, and then they had Daniel Bryan out there. So. Yeah, kind of sad news, considering (laughs) he uh, just had a baby and stuff. Um, hopefully, uh, rehab helps. I know it doesn't help everybody, but if he's willing to admit that he has a problem to go to rehab, I guess that's first step, so. Yeah. Um, I know I've been watching that show, uh, uh, Road to the Top. I think that comes on, I don't know if it's after Dynamite or, I don't even know when it's on. I just have it set to record. That's all I know. <laughs> um, but in the show, in one of the first episodes, he's talking with Brandy, and she asks him how he's doing or something like that, and he's like, oh, I'm really hungover. I need to go find a a garbage can to throw up into or something like that. Jeez. So... Whatever demons he has, like he was, uh, he was going full bore. Looked like, but I think that's kind of like his personality too. Because I think even on that show, um, the Total Divas or whatever, when Renee was actually on it, um, I think this was before they were married or whatever. I think somebody stole Renee's hat or something like that when they were having lunch outside. 
Oh yeah, and he chased him down. Or yeah, whatever. Chased yeah, him yeah, down. yeah. I, I saw. I've seen that one, that clip or whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe he is kind of like a a Brian Pillman in a way, like a loose cannon almost. But maybe he is a loose cannon. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he gets better. So, let's hope so. I mean. Uh, me and uh, MJS and our other daughter, or my other daughter, I should say, um, unnamed yet. <laughs> no, she's named. Uh, but uh, anyways, we met uh, John Moxley at uh, World of Wheels, I think it was, um, a few years back, so... That was kind of cool. Yeah. They got an autograph picture of him and stuff like that. Nice. We got a couple photos of him. Nice. With him. So, yeah. Yeah, another big news. Uh, WWE went through another uh, cycle of releases. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me pull up that list for you guys. Uh, you sent it to me the other day, so I, I got it uh, pretty handy. Yeah, well, the big shock was uh, carrying a cross. You just move that guy up. He was NXT champion. You move that guy up, destroy his character, destroy his gimmick, and all that stuff, and then just release him. Yeah, that is. That's almost like uh, when they released Bronson Reed. He was just NXT uh, US champ or North American champ, and then. He loses it, and then a couple weeks later, you release him? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but... Uh... But, yeah, so, uh, real quick, it's uh, Nia Jax, Karrion Cross, Scarlett, Keith Lee, Eva Marie, who I'm pretty sure they just signed a couple months ago. Yeah, she just came back a couple months ago. Uh, Mia Yim, Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, they just signed her. Right. Uh, Harry Smith, I'm not for sure who that is, Trey Baxter, Jesse Camilla, Jeet Rahama, Zaida Ramir, Katrina Cortez, and then whoever this B-Fab is. Harry Smith, that might be, um, Davy Boys. Oh, so. yeah, that might be, yeah. But, I gotta take a pause, I got a phone call coming in from my mom. Uh-oh. All right, we're back from our little pause. Yeah, sorry about the pause here. Um, you know when your mom's calling, it might be something important. So, this was kind of important too. So, our the phone call was. I mean, the podcast is really important <laughs> for you, all your listeners out there every week that want to listen to us jabber about random jigaboo nonsense. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, so, I guess WWE's just gonna get get rid of all their guys, just trim the fat, I guess. That's what it sounds like, I mean, what they really need to do is just trim off Goldberg and never bring him back, right? Yeah. I think they're gonna lose a lot of viewers by doing all these releases, especially when they're making big-name people... In NXT, and then 
they bring him up to the main roster and they release him like three weeks later. What is that? I mean, he's, he hasn't been on the he's been on the roster probably more than three weeks, but well, carrying cross that is. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to like get some smaller rosters and then just work with those guys. I don't. I mean, because like, what's the point of having? I mean, they got like five or six shows. What's the point of having so many shows? I mean, I just don't understand that. Um, so I don't, I don't know what they're doing, but I guess we'll see. I just hope that like AEW doesn't go out and just try to sign all these WWE guys because AEW is starting to get a lot of guys too, um, and I don't I don't really like that. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. I mean, these people need to work too, but. And be on a main stage probably or whatever since they were doing the WWE thing. But, I mean, if you got the WWE name. Yeah, but a lot of You know, just run the indies and make your own. Yeah. Make your own wage. Yeah. But, I mean, well, it stinks now because ROH is, like, disappearing for a little bit. So that's one less place. But, I mean, really, between, I mean, all the indies and stuff, I mean. Like you were saying, you could just make rounds and just circle around and and stuff and show up on AEW here and there, like on Dark or something, and then maybe like do some Impact or MLW stuff. Um, go to Japan. I mean, there's lots of options. So. Yeah, there's tons of options out there. I mean, we can even pull together, buy a wrestling ring, and Ed, you can come over and have a one-on-one match you versus the wrestling ring again. And see if you can make it through the ropes this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, and, then, and then we can start our own federation. We can bring in all these WWE guys. We can sell tickets for like 50 bucks a piece. We can give them 25, keep 25, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Come wrestle WWE superstar yeah. in the X-Man's backyard. Yeah. On Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> or we could just go down to the park. Set it up down in the park. Yeah, I'm sure we probably need a permit for that. Hey. <coughs> I just got an invite to join the... The, uh... They got, like, a community com- thing. Like a club kind of thing for the neighborhood, so... Yeah, neighborhood club? Well, it's... Not really a club, but it's like join, be a member of the whatever the neighborhood deal. I guess it's a club. I don't know. So it's hard to explain. I'll have to show you later. I don't want to give away our location. I don't want fans showing up at the door wanting autographs. Right. Yeah. I'm too busy for that, people. Too busy. He's got yard work to do. He's got a house put together. He's got laundry to do. Yeah. Um. And he's got a podcast to throw down. Every weekend. That's right. Uh, so, uh, Kalisto was on AEW this week, right? Or yeah. next week? This week? It was this week, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was wrestling... Um, FTR, FTR, right? FTR, yeah. Who was his partner? Uh, I can't remember his name, but... Um, there were two luchador characters. I didn't even know who okay. it was, but... Because I saw WWE released uh, 
Lindsay Dorado too, and I think Grand Metalik. So I don't think there's any more Lucha House Party. Hmm. Huh. They just release everybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, crazy, crazy. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Maybe it'll be a better product. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, but they keep the same thing going with the same guys and just rotate rotate guys. I mean, you got Bobby Lashley. I mean, does he really need to be champ anymore? I didn't think he was champ. Is he champ? I thought he lost. Who did he lose to? I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't watch WWE, so I don't know. Yeah. You don't have the... Well, no, you do have access to WWE. Yeah, I have Peacock. <clears throat> but when I'm on there, I just watch old school stuff, so... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I try to watch it when I can, I guess, just to watch it, just to see what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's one of those deals. Yeah. So... Uh, what else did you like about this week? You know, CM Punk came out and, and said some words and, like, he applauded John Moxley for, um, doing his thing. Okay. Yeah. And he addressed, um, uh, what is his name now? The guy that runs around with Moxley. Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston. Because Eddie Kingston, like, interrupted his interview, like, the week before. And he just said some words to him. Hmm. So, so we'll see if Eddie Kingston shows up in St. Louis. Or, no, it was St. Louis that he was supposed to show up in. So, last night, as we're recording this on Saturday, I did not see... Last night's wrestling because I went to an Admirals hockey game with MJS and Superfan Ed. Superfan Ed. And he actually bought me a beer, so. Oh, nice. So now he's definitely not going to lose that title, huh? Yep. Superfan, the number one Superfan, Ed, the Bassmaster. That's right. He still beat us in bags, which we're still upset about. Well. We'll get our revenge, don't worry. Right. Maybe we'll have to bring them over here, right? Yeah, home field advantage. Home court advantage, right? We well, just we gotta had, we had home field advantage last time. Yeah, I did. I did have home field advantage. Well, I think he's at my house more than I'm at his house. So I mean Yeah, but we won't have the hill here, so it'll be more fair. I don't know. The hill is pretty fair. <laughs> it can be. It can be, yeah, if you play it to your strengths. Right. Um, yeah, um, what else you got? I feel like I'm drawing a blank for some reason today. I didn't take my ginkgo biloba. Yeah, I had, uh, a cup of coffee. My beautiful wife, uh, made me a cup of coffee this morning. And, uh, that was nice of her. And then, uh, the axe man bought me a cup of coffee too. And a couple donuts. You're extra caffeinated. So I'm extra caffeinated, ready to rock and roll. Um, But uh, 
Yeah, for wrestling news, I think this week. I mean, I think that's about it, I think. Yeah, it was a little slow. A little slow for us, anyways. Yeah. I know we've been, we've been pretty busy um, with uh, work and personal stuff. and. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have been busy. I haven't, I've been trying to get as much uh, wrestling information from you and then from Twitter and stuff and uh, nothing's really like sticking out to me. I'm sure once we end the podcast, I'll be like, oh, I forgot about this. But it, it always happens. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, when I was home last weekend, uh, my mom was trying to get rid of all my stuff, get me to bring it here now that we have a house. So now it's piling up in the studio. I'm trying to find spots for it. Not all of this is mine, as the Iceman's like, God damn, you got a lot of stuff. Uh, some of it's Ashley's, her dance stuff from high school and stuff. But um, I got some old school <clears throat> wrestling magazines that I found. Got one from uh, 2005, The Year in Wrestling. Dave Batista. Yeah, he's Wrestler of the Year. I got some WWE magazines. They don't count because they suck. Um, let's see here. Pro Wrestling Illustrated. <coughs> got uh, an old, old magazine that I got for my birthday when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 12. And it's uh, called The Wrestler. It's got Andre and Bruno San Martino on it, and uh, Mil Ma- Ma- Mascaris is on it too, off to the side. Um, so yeah, it's from November of 75. November of 75. And then I've got, uh, I got another one, it's called Inside Wrestling. It's got Hulk Hogan on the front, and uh, it's a happy anniversary to uh, WWE. WWF champion celebrates three years on top, and then it's got to be eighty-seven, right? Yep, March eighty-seven. Man, I'm good. Yeah, hit that one right on the head. And then, <laughs> uh, then not down in the in the corner, it's got Ric Flair, and it says Ric Flair's NWA World Title forecast: cloudy skies tomorrow, no rain, or cloudy skies today, no rain tomorrow. Ronnie Garvin versus Ric Flair. Ronnie Garvin. Man, it's amazing when you look back at Hulk Flair back from like, I mean, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Flair. Did I just say Hulk Flair? Hey, uh, that's a good one. Hulk Flair, a mix between both of them. Right. I'm sure our buddy Brandon would probably love that. Yeah. Um, Hogan, back in the day, he had the handlebar mustache and whatnot. And some hair, more hair. And a little bit more hair. Back when he was playing Thunderlips. And but bo- I think... Thunderlips was 85. No, wait a minute, no. What year was that? No, Thunder... That it had been, like, earlier 80s, right? Um, I'm trying to think. Ah, without looking it up. I don't know when Rocky Three came out. 82? 83? I don't know. I'm not into Rocky that much. <coughs> but um, eighty three. Yeah. Uh, or no. I don't know. If we go back to this uh, 
Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine. Uh, it's a uh, says it's a special double issue, and uh, yeah, just looking through it here. Must be like the end. It's the end of the year one, so it's not even like the top 500 or anything, but. Um, Rocky 3 came out in 82 people, just so you know. That was way off. So Hogan was sort in of. that before he was really. Yeah, uh, Hogan got a lot of beef uh, for doing that movie with Vince Sr. And then Vince Jr. called him in after that that movie. So uh, in 2005, Bobby Lashley got Rookie of the Year. Chris Candido was Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. Most Improved was Batista, which is weird that he's also Wrestler of the Year. I didn't think you could be both. Comeback of the year was Road Warrior Animal. He looks awful in that picture. Yeah. It's a shame that he passed. Trish passed away on vacation with his wife. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Trish Stratus is Woman of the Year. Feud of the Year is Matt Hardy and Edge. Most popular wrestler, John Cena. What's new? Most hated wrestler, Triple H. Match of the year is Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels. I'm assuming that's at WrestleMania. Because they wrestled at WrestleMania, right? Uh, I can't remember. Tag team of the year, Eminem. Eminem. Wow. And then the runners-up are the Naturals, Road Warrior Animal and Heinrich, and then uh, America's Most Wanted. Those are some good tag teams. Do you remember the Naturals? No. Yeah, they were in uh, TNA at the beginning. Who's the other one? Who's the other one? America's Most Wanted. Uh, it's um. Is that James Storm? James Storm and uh, Chris Harris. Chris Harris. Oh. Yeah, that was before James Storm got with uh, Bobby Roode. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember Wildcat Chris Harris? No. Obviously, uh... No, I, n I never really watched uh, TNA back when it was it first came out. Oh, really? Yeah. I started watching TNA pretty much when, like, the Aces and Eights kind of came out. So that was back when Hogan was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, right before all that stuff... Yeah, no, it was good back in the day. You should... I, I've been thinking about doing the, the Impact Plus thing to watch the old school stuff. Yeah. And if I do, we'll have to watch the the uh, the old school stuff. Because um, it was good, like the classic X Division stuff. They had a lot of like uh, real young guys that didn't quite make it up to the big leagues in WCW, so they were already like pretty much trained and ready to go. Um and that's what made TNA, that X Division and stuff. Yeah, somebody that uh, that I know, um, and <clears throat> he used to wrestle 
like backyard wrestling, and he wrestled in the the circuit around the the uh, Milwaukee area and whatnot. He actually went to Impact uh, for a tryout and trained there for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. You think if I cut this out and send it in, they'd send me these old magazines still? I don't know. Because I want the 2003 PWI 500. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would, would be bad. But, yeah. No, I'm glad I found all these old magazines. Now I can relive looking through these magazines again. Relive the memories. Yeah, even though I probably looked through them like 500 times. Hey, what's another 100? Yeah, right. Um, I, I have a good question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. What is your favorite promo of all time? I mean, you could have you could have multiple if you want. Mm. Unless there's one that sticks out. Like, I, well, I know there's one that sticks out to you right now as we're talking, and I know which one it is. Yeah, can you guess? The cream of the crop. Oh, well, that one too. But I was right when you said promo. I was thinking of the the Dusty Rhodes one. Oh, hard times. Hard times. Hard times, baby. But uh, yeah, no, I I do really like the the cream of the crop. That's a good one. Um, I did. I told you I did that to Ashley the other day. Yeah. We were sitting at breakfast and they had one creamer left, and I just pulled it out and did it randomly, and she's giving me this weird look. But uh, yeah, I mean, those two for sure really stick out to me. Um, and when I've been watching. Uh, old school WCW Nitro. Um, there's another one that sticks out to me where Hogan, because Hogan's feuding with the Giant, because he's in the Legion of Doom, and he's like, "I'm gonna take that stinky Giant down." I, I, and it's not a good promo, but it's just funny to me. Um, or um, the one where Kevin Nash and Scott Hall cut a promo um, when they first come over to WCW. He's like, "The big main." In the medium-sized main. Um, that's a good one, too. The big main. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... Promos are so hard because... Or for me, they are anyways. Unless, like, I've seen them a bunch or there's... Or, like, right now, things that I've seen recently. We're gonna pause. Hey, Maddie Ice. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, you know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. Alright, let's go down to the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them at a store near you. Alright, we apologize once again. We're not off to a good studio start. <laughs> Several interruptions. That's alright. Um, but yeah, back to the promo thing. Uh, it, it, it's just hard for me to think about like, like good promos. I mean, one that really like comes off at the top of my list too is probably that the CM Pump's pipe bomb. Yep. I mean, that's pretty solid. Um, you know, a lot of the ones that The Rock cuts... 
you know, uh, calling people jabronis and it doesn't matter what your name is, you know, right. uh, stuff like that. Do you like pie? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. What about you? Um, I mean, yeah, there's so many good promos out there. You know, I always liked um, Ric Flair's promos. Yeah, those were some good ones, too. I really like uh, the Crusher's promo when he cut a promo against uh, to Bruno. Did I ever send you that? Uh-uh. Show you that? No. Oh, you'll love that. He always talks about his, uh, his megaton arms. <sighs> and then uh, he was saying that... Uh, all the ladies love me in Pittsburgh. From 1 to 99. All the ladies love the crusher. I'm going to take his neck. And take his gizzards or whatever he said. Oh, He's like, I'm going to go inside his stomach. And push those spaghetti and meatballs to the side. That's It was classic. I'll have to... I'll have to show you that. Yeah. yeah it was good. One. But I really liked that uh, the Jay Lethal woo-off between him and Flair. Oh, yeah, and he throws his shoe. Yeah. You want to throw man. shoes? <laughs> Let me tell you something, big man. Yeah. <laughs> the only disgrace is that the people in the ring, <laughs> the Four Horsemen was the greatest faction of all time. <laughs> I like the... Speaking of uh, Jay Lethal, um, I like the story he tells about how he was trying to get a, a pop out of all the guys in the back, and he was doing his Randy Savage impression, and I guess somebody ended up telling Randy, and uh, Randy called him to tell him like how he wanted him to do it, and he appreciated it, and blah, 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 and Jay Lethal didn't know it was actually Randy Savage. He thought it was somebody else pretending to be Randy Savage. He thought they were like messing with him and stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then he comes to find out that it actually was, and he's like, oh, what the heck? Was it Savage or was yeah, it Flair? No, Savage actually called, um, I think I think it was... I think it was Flair. I thought Savage called him, too, about his impersonation of him. He might have. Um, but I know uh, Flair, they, they, he always did the Flair impersonation or whatever. Maybe I'm getting the stories mixed And, uh... Flair always wanted Jay Lethal to to do him, or not do him. Yeah, I know. I, we we knew what you meant. Yeah, this is a clean podcast. <laughs> this is a clean podcast. People keep your dirty thoughts to yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he always Ric Flair always wanted to hear that impersonation because he'd do the impersonation when Flair wasn't around. Maybe then, I'm getting my stories mixed up then. And then Flair would like be like, "Oh, Jay, impersonate me! Impersonate me! Do it!" <laughs> And then he would always, like, run away, and then finally he kind of, like, cornered him and did it, and it's, it was just hilarious, I guess. He was nervous about doing it. I mean, Jay Lethal's, like, he's older than you, but yeah. he's, like, way younger than me. I think he's, like, what, 30-something, 32? Yeah, probably. I mean, he was really young. He's super young. Um, and, I mean, as much as I want to see him stay in ROH, I mean, I hope he... Shows up in AEW and does a little bit of AEW stuff. Um, Because, in all honesty, and and maybe this is just me assuming things, but I feel like that if Jay Lethal is willing to work with AEW, that's the ticket to AEW partnering with ROH. 
And I think ROH, if they're going to take this hiatus for, what, three, four months? I mean, basically four months. That's the best thing for them going forward. Partner with the NWA. Yeah. What's what's EC3 doing? Because he's with ROH. Yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Um, I know Silas Young's hitting the indies again. Um, I mean, think about the the Briscoes are out there. Uh, Bully Ray. I don't um, think anybody wants to do business with him anymore. No. Yeah, I've been hearing some. Hmm. I mean, not I. I don't. I don't know. I've seen a couple things to where nobody wants him around anymore. Hmm. Um. But then there's um. Uh, that guy you like, I can't think of his name, it's escaping me. Um, shoot. Um, he has the peacock stuff. Um, oh, Dalton Castle. Yeah, Dalton Castle's out there. I mean, RH has got a, a lot of really good good guys. I mean, they had Bandito, they had Roosh, Dragon Lee, um, Kenny King, um... Gosh, I mean, they just got so many talented guys that they could go anywhere and be instant stars. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see all these guys hit the the market here after uh, December the first. Well, they're shutting down after the eleventh, which is their last pay per view. But it's going to be crazy seeing these guys hit and seeing what they do. And I hope none of them just sit at home and just wait. Yeah, let's hope not. I hope they go out there, but I still want good guys to be around to re-sign with ROH because I don't want it to go away. Right. Um, so I hope a lot of these guys just maybe work like a a by appearance basis or something. I don't know. Um, you know, you know what would be nice is if ROH was kind of like the NWA. Um, in a way that, like, you can take whatever guy from any promotion and just insert him. You know, just keep it kind of like an independent thing, almost. Like an independent, um, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, maybe that's the route they're going to go, because... Um, and, and not have anybody signed to a contract. Sorry. But no, up. no, you're fine. Because I was gonna, just going to say, like, um, when I was talking to my dad about it, um, he was the one who told me, and then I, we talked about it last week on the podcast and stuff. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how things go. Uh, I just can't believe that they're going to release everybody. Uh, yeah. And then they said they were going to reevaluate and come back out. And then I, sent, I, I think I sent you that article where they're... Uh, film was for sale. Like you might have, um, but if I didn't, their classic films is for, are for sale. Like their classic videos, right to the highest bidder. I know we talked about it. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, that's almost like <coughs> back to when McMahon bought WCW. <clears throat> what he bought WCW for like two or three million, and that would have been worth it just for the the classic footage. All the money you would have made off that, let alone getting the wrestlers too. I mean, 
Right. Forget the wrestlers. Just the classic footage, and then just to, to distribute the money you're going to make from distributing that classic footage. I mean, you, that was... The, especially if he has that amount of money lying around. Right. Just to give Ted $2 million, I mean, that's nothing to Ted, and it's nothing to McMahon either, but... Same thing with this ROH footage, I mean, think about all those classic matches, you know, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, you know, all these, you know, guys back in the day, so I mean, you'd be a fool not to buy it. Right. I mean, we don't have the capital, but it'd be cool if we did, because it'll probably go pretty high. I'm sure it probably will. So, I don't know what's going on with them. Because um, they're owned by Sinclair, right? I believe so, yeah. So, they're like a multi-million dollar company. I can't imagine them want, needing to sell stuff. And I don't know why they are. So, it's... It'll be interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the near future here. Yeah. So... Who was your favorite wrestling manager? Did we ever talk about that? Uh, Did we ever put that down? No. Um, I don't know if I have one. I mean, I never really paid attention to managers, really. I mean, because in my time, there, nobody was has really has a manager. You know what I mean? Like well, how they did back in the day. Yeah, um, that's true. Miss Elizabeth. <sighs> She's a valet. Valet. It's not a manager, right? I mean, yeah. I guess. She was still a beautiful woman. <sighs> yeah, I mean... Sensational. Sensational Sherry. <laughs> Sherry Martell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't really have one because it, it's not really a big big thing um, when I was growing up and stuff. So, I mean, AEW's kind of bringing it back, but... Yeah. I just think it was like one of those things that was just popular at the time in wrestling. It probably won't ever really come back, come back. Oh, speaking of uh, managers and AEW, um, Tully and Arn had kind of like a standoff. Like, Arn was going to go at Tully. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I got to catch back up with us moving and stuff. I'm, I'm kind of behind, so. Yeah, we got to get you some internet here. Yeah, you know, I'm just living like cavemen. Which is alright, but still, it's <laughs> drives you nuts. Like, yeah. you want to start throwing elbows on people yeah. because you don't have internet. Yeah. Well, makes me do housework. Makes you do housework, right? Put on a podcast. Yeah, and just crank out some... I gotta get... I gotta get the studio underway. It's in the disarray. Right. So. <sighs> well, what else do we got for this week? Jeez. I mean, it is a slow week, so it is what it is. But slow week, slow week for us, and not much going on. In the, well, I'm sure there's probably tons of stuff, but. Um, just all the big news is the WWE releases and John Moxley. Uh, yeah, pretty much going into rehab. Pretty much. 
And then ROH just doing ROH stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. My my uh my favorite managers though were probably like Bobby the Brain or something like that, the Heenan family. Yeah, that's that's a good one for sure. You know, I loved it when uh Perfect too, going back to like promos, when Perfect would come on and he would spit the gum and then whack it with his hand. You ever seen that? I've seen him do the towel behind the back. The towel behind the back, throwing it behind the back and catching it, yeah. But every time Perfect like spit out his gum, he'd always smack it with his hand. Hmm. Perfect. But Bobby the Brain, I mean, when he had the Heenan family, he had Perfect in there. He had Rick Rude. He had like King Kong Bundy. I think he was with Andre for a bit. He was with Andre. Hmm. I think he had the Heavenly Bodies, maybe. Who are those guys? Uh, I can't remember who they were exactly off the top of my head. Or maybe I'm thinking about somebody else with the heavenly bodies. <laughs> but, yeah. Classy Freddy Blassie. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Mr. Fuji? No, wasn't there a guy that was like the wizard or whatever? He was a manager. Might have been. Hmm. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. No, Leaping Lanny was a kind of like a manager almost as the genius. Oh, really? He teamed up with uh, Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, here for a bit. He had yeah. uh, um, Precious Paul Ellering. He was oh, teamed up he with, was with uh, uh, the Road Warriors. Road Warriors, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well. Good stuff. I don't think I have anything else. Yeah? So I guess we got to get going on yard work now. Yeah, probably. All right. Well. I guess. Let's do that. Get that all taken care of. It shouldn't take too long. I mean, we we are, or you were. I still am. You still are? I'm still a professional landscaper. Okay. Forever and always. All right. Well, do you have any last-minute quick hits or anything? I don't think so. Oh! Mickey James. Impact Knockouts Champion. Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, She was on Impact last night. Or the other day. Or... Now, on Thursday, Wrestling Madison Rain for the title. Okay. Madison Rain's back, too. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I have anything. I did have some stuff that I was thinking about earlier this week, but like I said, I didn't take my ginkgo biloba, so it's escaped me. So, yeah. I did see the inspiration on Thursday. That's what they're called, right? Oh, yeah, 
Yeah, Cassie Lee and uh, Jessica McKay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cassie Lee. Yeah, no, um... But I, uh, they uh, they were walking through the halls in the backstage. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but... Uh, um, and then they came up on the undeads, undead bridesmaids from uh, Sue Young's group. Okay. Because Sue Young always has the un, undead bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So, and they were talking about, like, them challenging whoever... They wanted them to fight or something like that, or Cassie Lee and uh, Jessica McKay wanted the Undead's bridesmaids to beat up on somebody or something. Hmm. So interesting. But yeah, well, I guess that's it. Guess that's it. Fifty-five wrapping up. 55 wrapping up. I mean, might be a lame episode, but... Eh. Whatever. They can't all be fire. Get over it. Yeah, so... Alright, well... <sighs> Do you want me to close this one out, too? If you want to, you can. Alright. Well, as always, everybody be safe. Um... Stay away from the vid. Right. Uh, winter's coming, so uh, everybody bundle up. Seasons are changing. Everybody's going to get a little runny nose. Cold, going from cold to hot. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, just be safe out there, everybody, and uh, come back next week because we'll have uh, more wrestling info. Hopefully next week's a little bit more exciting than this week and uh we can have a little bit longer episode for you yeah we'll get uh get watching some stuff yeah so until next time we out later follow us on twitter at beer city boys one that's the number one not spelled out beer city boys one if you want to get in touch with us you can reach us by email our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot, Hot tag, tag out.